You're listening to The Gary Harris Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. The Gary Harris Show. You see him host Tide or Insider TV, Crimson Tide Kickoff, play-by-play for Alabama sports, and sports director for WVUA 23. It's time for The Gary Harris Show on your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good morning, everybody. It's straight up 9 o'clock on this Thursday, January 25, 2024. Welcome into the Gary Harris Show right here on Tide 100.9 FM and 1230 AM WTBC. I'm your host, Gary Harris. Justin Jones is right there on the other side of the glass. He's manning the controls, taking your phone calls on the first domain condominiums hotline in hour number one, the Krispy Kreme Donuts hotline in hour number two at 205-342-9904. We got a jam-packed show. Uh, for you today. I mean, we are loaded. In fact, we're going to be going over to the Nick Dunlap press conference here just as soon as Justin gives me the thumbs up. Nick Dunlap, the Alabama sophomore golfer, U.S. amateur champion, won the American Express last week out at La Quinta, California, now has full playing privileges on the PGA Tour at 20 years old. He is going to have a press conference this morning here at the University of Alabama to announce his future plans. And uh, will he continue to be an amateur and play for Alabama golf this spring, or will he go ahead and turn pro? We're going to find that out in just a couple of minutes, and we will be going live to that press conference just as soon as Nick Dunlap is at the podium. I need to go ahead and tell you, though, before we go any further, this hour of the Gary Harris Show being brought to you by Alabama Credit Union, member-owned and not-for-profit, tidings from the Alabama Credit Union. Because I tell you what, the holidays may be over, but the good spirits and the good feeling that Alabama Credit Union gives its members last 12 months out of the year. Well over 30 locations around the great state of Alabama, including the main office right here at 220 Paul W. Bryant Drive East in Tuscaloosa, Alabama Credit Union. Loans for real life. Some rules and restrictions do apply. See if you're eligible for membership. Then join today and feel good about your money. And put a little extra change in your pocket. All right. We'll be going to the Nick Dunlap press conference here momentarily. Also this morning, uh, we've got a really good show. We've got all of the reaction from the Alabama's 79-75 win over Auburn. Alabama now leads that series 100-67. to That was Alabama's 100th win against Auburn. They've won two, basically two out of every three times these two teams have played. That's pretty impressive to have a 33-game lead in a series against your in-state rival. Huge win for Alabama. We'll recap that. We'll have the post-game reaction for you. Also, we'll get into the Ryan Williams commitment. I told you yesterday morning and uh, that I felt strongly that uh, something was going to be happening with Ryan Williams in Alabama yesterday. Uh, Barry Sanderson had said the same thing. Thing. And indeed, yesterday afternoon, I guess a recommitment, Ryan Williams to Alabama. Big, big pickup for Kalen DeBoer and the Crimson Tide. So we've got all that. And in studio this morning, uh, we've got a special guest that is going to uh, have a great topic to talk on because, you know, basketball uh, is right around as far as the postseason. It'll be here before you know it. And it's a special time for Stillman College and for Tuscaloosa and visit Tuscaloosa as the Gulf Coast Athletic Commissioner, Dr. Kiki Baker-Barnes, is in town to promote the Gulf Coast Athletic Conference tournaments coming up in Tuscaloosa. And that is going to be for the men and the women. Stillman will be hosting at the Birthright uh, Auditorium. So Dr. Kiki 
Baker Barnes is going to be in studio this morning at 9.30. And also at 10.30, my pal Jeff Spiegel from ABC 3340, host of The Zone, will be with us. Your phone calls, as I said, are always welcome on the First Domain Condominiums hotline in hour number one, the Krispy Kreme Donuts hotline in hour number two, 205-342-9904. All right, while Justin is waiting on Nick Dunlap, uh, let me go ahead and jump into the basketball game last night because it was a good one. And, Justin, I went out on uh, social media and made my prediction before the game and let everybody else make their predictions, and uh, not bad. I had Alabama 82-75, and it was 79-75. So that was pretty close. Interesting game. Obviously, you had the delay because of the, you know, they got the LED lights, and then they couldn't get the main lights on, um, you know, tipped it off, and then had to delay it. But Alabama came out slow. I thought Janai Brew might go for 40 last night the way that game started inside for Auburn. He's a load. But Auburn jumped out, uh, 14 to 6, 5 to nothing, 14 to 6, and then Alabama pulled even, and then Alabama ended the half on a 9-0 run and 44-30 at half. And you're looking at 44-30 and you're thinking, you know what? Alabama wound up outscoring Auburn by 14 points in this half and didn't really feel like it, but you're sitting there thinking, this game could get away from Auburn now. Alabama's at home. It's a 44-30 game. And um, you got a chance to come out here with a hot start in the second half and put this thing away. Didn't happen. You know, Auburn's a good team. And Bruce Pearl obviously got to him, And it was just the opposite. Auburn came out and cut that deficit down. And then you knew you were going to go down to the wire. You did. You knew that at that point it was going to go right down to the wire. And and it did. Uh, Alabama made its free throws. Auburn actually shot free throws well, too, but uh, had an opportunity there late. I don't know. That wasn't much of a foul. That kid got uh, they called Grant Nelson for a foul on a three-point attempt. Like he barely grazed him, but they called it, and uh, the kid's a great free throw shooter, but he only made two out of three. And that allowed Alabama to keep a one-point lead. Then Nelson got fouled, fouled, and they went up three, and they wound up winning the game by four. Huge win for Alabama. Tide holds serve. Uh, I think Oates is now six and three against Bruce Pearl. Alabama has to go back down to Auburn in a couple of weeks. We got Justin. All right, let's, uh, Justin, we're going to Nick Dunlap press conference now at the University of Alabama. Alabama, and, it, and it, especially our golf program. Um, excited. Thank you for being here. Um, first, our athletic director, Greg Byrne, um, who has been tremendous in this all week. Uh, really appreciate him and his leadership in all we do. Um, the Dunlap family, um, Jim and Charlene, I'll call you that right now, not Jim, Mr. and Ms. Dunlap and, and his friends and Hunter, um, a former player and then our players, of course, who are here. Uh, and most of them are not here, not because of any other reason. They have class and, um, we still go to class here, by the way, if you want to know that. And so, uh, they are watching, they are streaming it on their phones in the class. So they made, might, might as well should have been here. But that being said, we're glad you're here. It's an exciting day. Um, um, it's a proud day for me as a coach and, uh, of, of our program. Uh, my assistant coach also, Forrest Schultz, who's here also. And, um, you know, Sunday was a surreal day. It was an incredible day. And that's why we're here. You know, it's historic. Um, and I was honored that I got to be there. Um, what a, what an incredible day. And as I told our team on our team meeting on Tuesday when Nick came back and, uh, uh, there's two things that day that made me very, you know, to, to watch him do what he did. Um, as a coach, you get to see the insides of, of, of the, of a young man in their, uh, all of these young men is they try to chase their dreams. You know, the doubts, you know, the things they work on and all of those things, mental and physical, he had to go through all day on Sunday. And it was a joy to watch him go through them. 
Um, and then to handle them with such a, in such a way and then to win, of course, was amazing. And as I told him this, uh, I didn't know I was going to be on TV. I just, that was just pure joy celebration for him. Um, I tried to get off of my own and do that. And I told him that this morning, I knew what that victory meant before it even happened. I know what this day probably will hold. We'll find out from Nick in a minute, but that's how excited I was for him because I've known him since he was 10 years old. Um, when he came to golf camp. And I've known his dreams, um, and I'm honored that he gave us the opportunity to coach him and all. And to see him realize his dreams on that last hole is is why we coach. Um, then the second thing I learned is, I don't know, I, we tried as hard as we could in a quick moment to get our team there. We could not. And so the van video, if any of you have seen it, um, to me also is why I'm a proud coach. Um, you know, college athletics. There's still a purity, especially in college golf, you know, in a brotherhood. And I know that we had had his teammates love him. Um, that was pure, um, just joy and friendship and just adoration for their teammate. And, their, you know, there's no jealousy. That I wish I would have. Why won't he or whatever? And so as a coach, our program is in a great place. Um, and so Sunday had a lot to um, a lot of things happen mostly Nick winning and that's why we're here today. I just I'm excited to to give him this stage um and and tell you what he would like to do for the rest of his life and, and I'll move out of the way and and I want to introduce Nick. Come on up Nick Dunlap. Um first off uh thank you all for being here. I know it's you know a little short notice and uh, it's been a, a hectic past couple of days, but, um, thank you for being here. Um, first off, I, I just want to say that, um, you know, choosing the university of Alabama is, is by far the, the greatest decision I've ever made. Um, I've grown as a, as a person, as a player, um, when, you know, coach Sewell first recruited me, by the way, first coach to ever, to ever recruit me. And, um, I was, I was a little shit, not gonna lie. Um, but, um, I've learned a lot and I'm, I'm very grateful for my time here and, um, you know, AD Byrne and the University of Alabama and, um, you know, couldn't, couldn't be happier with, with where I decided to come. And, uh, but, uh, I, I, you know, first off, my parents, um, they've, uh, through all the ups and downs, they've always been there. Um, uh, whether that's, you know, driving through the night to see me play golf or, or getting up early and, um, kind of first starting to understand how, um, expensive golf is so thank you um and uh you know as as i mentioned coach sewell but um we've been through a lot um and uh i didn't want to didn't want to play for anybody else and i'm i'm glad i, I made the decision to, to play for him and um hopefully i've i've represented alabama golf um well but um and, and to my teammates and, and the people that are watching, um, love you guys and you know being your being your teammate has, has been a blast for me. Um to, to all my friends and, and family and, and Izzy, um, the support I got, you know, from the people that flew out and from the people that um were here watching, um, thank you. Um gosh dang. Didn't think I was gonna cry. Um and, uh, um, you know, from, from TaylorMade and, and Adidas, um, from, you know, two companies that have supported me from the very beginning with Corey being here, um, our relationships go way past, um, 
just what you see on the outside. There's there's some cool stuff that, that goes behind the scenes, and they've been there for, for a lot of my cool moments and, and a lot of bad ones too. And, uh, Cora, I, I appreciate you being here. Um, and, uh, you know, look forward to, uh, to work with you guys in the future. Um, to, uh, um, Scott Simpson, a little behind the scenes guy, um, you know, you know, helps me with a lot of my, a lot of my law stuff and, um, looks after me for however long he's, he's known me for, for quite some time as well. Um, and, and Brian back there, my, my swing instructor. Um, you know, got, got to thank him for, for dealing with all my, all my messed up problems. Um, and, uh, where's the, where's Hunter at? <laughs> quiet, quiet Hunter. Um, <clears throat> and truly say that you were probably the only guy in the bag last week that, that I could have done that with. Um, I needed, I needed, uh, I needed his demeanor and, uh, and what he, he gave me out there was, uh, was really special. And I'm, I'm, uh, happy to share that with you. Um, to, uh, another guy behind the scenes, but Brett. Good. I'm good. <laughs> to, uh, to Brett McCabe. Um, uh, he's got to, to sort out all the, all the demons in my head and um, definitely doesn't get enough credit for sure. And, and thank you. Um, you, uh, you know, everything you've done, you've done for me and I really appreciate that. And uh, to uh, coach Sewell made, made one promise to me coming here. And that's to, for those that didn't know, I had a, had a wrist injury Um this, this lasted for a little while and he promised me that, um, that would get fixed. And, uh, for, uh, you know, Clark to be here and, and to help me through, um, those injuries and actually, uh, I have two funny stories, but one Hunter actually got the bad end of, but, uh, busted my eardrum about three days before SEC's last year and, Clark's the one that had to deal with that. And, uh, and, and while the team flew on a, on a private jet to Sea Island, Hunter had to drive me eight hours. So, um, couldn't find an airplane, but later found out that I was able to. <laughs> and, uh, a little, uh, a little behind the scenes, a couple of people do know, but, uh, I was actually at this past USAM, I was at, uh, Dave and Buster's. And there's a little little clown game where clowns pop up and you throw a ball at it. And I was, you know, I was at uh, Corey was there and and a couple other people, but I, I got done and literally couldn't pick up my shoulder, couldn't couldn't raise my arm. And uh, called Clark and immediately I got I was like, man, you know, what'd you do now? Um, and uh, he, you know, he he did whatever he did, all his crap that I had with me and. I was after the after the quarterfinals and came out in the semis and and couldn't feel a thing. So, thank you. Um, not a lot of people know that, but um, I seriously don't know if I'd have been able to continue to play through that. Um, and uh, to to GSC and and Kev for uh, dealing with everything that a lot of people don't see and and putting up with people that um, I don't have to put up with. Um, he's, uh, 
he does a lot of work for me and I, I can't thank him enough. He's, he supported me from the very beginning. Um, before, uh, I think agents were allowed to, to follow. Kev was, Kev was watching me and, um, you know, I, I just want to thank him and, and again, looking forward to, to going on this journey with, with Kev. But, uh, hopefully, um, I apologize if I'm, if I'm missing anybody. Um, but I, I truly do have the best team and I'm, I'm very grateful to, to say that. Um, and I, I mean that wholeheartedly, but, um, at this time, I do want to announce that um, I am turning professional. Um, I'm accepting my PGA Tour membership, and I'm going to debut at uh, the Pebble Beach AT&T Pro-Am. Thank you. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break because so we waited to get the announcement. We felt like it was coming. He got that. He's going to do a Q&A. Uh, we've got an in-studio guest coming up at 930. But let's get to our first break of the Gary Harris Show. We'll come back and we'll take some of these uh, Q&A segments with Nick Dunlap turning pro. And, and you just can't blame him. I mean, he's a winner on the PGA Tour. We'll be back after this. This season of Alabama football on Tide 100.9 brought to you by Birmingham Racecourse Casino. Just a few minutes away where you can be a winner too. From the University of Alabama, this is Crimson Tide Today. It's a daily update on Bama sports and it's brought to you by CBNS Bank. Bank anywhere, at any time with CBNS Bank's digital solutions. Managing your finances has never been so easy. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. On Monday night's edition of Hey Coach, presented by Alpha Insurance, we were joined at Baumhauer's Victory Grill by Alabama baseball head coach Rob Vaughn. You're a month away from... First pitch, first game, first series, uh, and I know you're chomping at the bit to get going. No doubt, and, and really, you know, it's it's one of those things that's so easy to look forward to February 16th in, in Manhattan coming to town, but the reality is, you know, we've got a really important month ahead of us, you know, and I think our kids did a great job this fall of showing up every day and working and and, and really laid a, laid a good start there, but um, this week will be good. You know, we got a couple days of individuals left, and then we'll start team practice on Friday, so we'll get some scrimmages in this weekend and start seeing some live arms so um you know if we, we we need some work we got to keep getting right. better but but man I, i'm excited to get to go to war with this group i'll have more in a moment cbns bank has a long history of stability and a legacy of serving our community's needs for generations you can say we know a thing or two about tradition we've been family community and financially strong since we began in 1906 being a team player is part of our culture that's why at cbns bank we're proud to sponsor the university of alabama athletics and prouder to take the field or court with you visit cbsbank.com today member fdic and equal housing lender Join us this afternoon at 2 p.m. Central for Crimson Drive, driven by NASCAR, as we cover the latest on Alabama athletics. Crimson Drive is streaming live on all CTSN social media platforms. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by CBNS Bank. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. You see him on WVUA 23 covering sports and on Tider Insider TV on Tuesday nights. Don't miss a minute of the Gary Harris Show. Weekdays from 9 to 11 on Tide 100.9. All right, 920, welcome back into the Gary Harris Show. And we're going to be talking Gulf Coast Athletic Conference basketball tournament at the bottom of the hour. Right now, though, we're going to get back out to Nick Dunlap, Alabama golfer, turning pro. He's doing a Q&A with reporters right now. We're going to rejoin that press conference. 
able to represent the state of Alabama here on the biggest stage? Um, it's, <laughs> it's really cool. Um, you know, like I said, I, I grew up in Birmingham and, and grew up dreaming about coming to school here and, and playing golf for, for Coach Sue Well, he's obviously, he's got an incredible reputation for, for, uh, churning out tour players and, um, you know, played with two just in the tournament last week with Wilson Fur and, and Justin. So, um, to be able to do that and, and to represent Alabama and, and the University of Alabama a little bit moving forward is, um, something that, I always hold very close to me and, um, you know, that's why that there's going to be a, a script day on my bag, um, forever. What role, Kirk? Uh, first off, congratulations, Nick. Uh, that was exciting to watch and also interesting. I know golf kind of game it is, but it looked like the pros were really kind of cheering you on. They were, they, they had a, and, and Sam and Justin as well, they're obviously competing and, and they're, you know, it's, it's a job. They're, they're playing for their living and, and playing for, um, to win themselves. But kind of the way they treated me and, and rooted me on, especially the last couple of holes was, was really cool. And even throughout the week, the kind of, you know, good plan, keep it up, like rooting for you, um, from all the guys was, was really neat. And they didn't treat me any different because I had an A next to my name and, um, they, you know, they treated me like I was, I was one of them, which was, um, really cool and comfort and comforting for me. All right. Nick, how good does it feel that the next time you win, you'll actually be able to touch the prize money? <laughs> pretty cool. Um, pretty cool. But I mean, even just the opportunity to play there and against those guys was, um, was worth the price of admission for me. And, you know, if you had said, I said it out there. Would you take the prize money or one on the PGA Tour? I'd say one on the PGA Tour every time. We've got time for one or two more questions for Dave. There are any left? Go these two right here. Go to the third row. And then Matthew will finish. So looking ahead now, this this opens things up quite a bit for you, and uh, you've got some pretty big courses ahead of you on your in your schedule, uh, Pebble Beach and, and uh, TPC Sawgrass, for example. Um what are you most looking forward to sort of looking ahead the next couple of months and, and what courses maybe do you have some familiarity with? Um, I've played TBC a couple of times. I've played in some junior events, but all of them are new to me. And I think that's something that's really cool. Obviously, um, Hunter's going to be a, a big advocate for that. He's, um, he's had some, some success at Riviera and, um, I'll, I'll use his, uh, his word and, and, and his insight on that. And, and I'm looking forward to it, but, um, looking forward to, to Augusta. I think that'll be a, you know, experience of a lifetime. And, um, just to, to play out the schedule that, that I've been given is going to be, um, it's going to be really neat, but also the, the opportunity to kind of pick and choose your schedule as a 20 year old on the PGA tour is, is unbelievable. Yeah. They're in the front nine of the final round. Nick Saban joined the golf channel and the guest appearance on it. He's one of the comments he made. He said he believed that you have the right stuff. Uh, that's high praise from one of the biggest sport figures of this generation. What's it like having someone like that supporting your journey? It's it's pretty cool. Uh, I think everybody knows what Coach Saban has done for for Alabama and this university, but um, we we get to spend a fair amount of time with him out of the facility and and just the time he takes with us and the guys. And it's really cool because we you know we look at him as an icon and and he is and and. Uh, to have that come from him is is really neat, and you know he called me after, which was which was pretty special as well. All right, thank you, Nick. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys.
Outstanding. That's perfect. Good timing. Um, in recapping this huge story, Nick Dunlap, University of Alabama sophomore golfer, just turned 20 years old, maybe a month ago or so, and had uh, intended, of course, to play this season at the University of Alabama. Now, he was going to be turning pro regardless after the season. He had already won the U.S. Amateur. He was going to be playing in the Masters. He was going to be playing in, um, and probably just as soon as the golf season in Alabama was over, he was going to turn pro anyway, and probably would have been pro in time for the U.S. Open. But he played last week in the American Express on a sponsor's exemption, the only amateur in the field, and he won the event. Now, he didn't get the $1.5 million first-place prize, but it, it was a life-changing accomplishment, obviously. The first amateur to win an event since Phil Mickelson 33 years ago. Uh, one of just a handful of amateurs that have won events on, on the PGA Tour in the history of the game. And, um, you know, it, it is what it is, Justin. I, and, and for people that, that are saying, well, he could have come back and played another year at Alabama and, and you know, still turn pro. Yeah, he could have. But listen, he's a PGA Tour winner. Um <laughs> he already knows he can win against the best in the world. And I, and I'm not, and I'm not diminishing the goal. Listen, he doesn't win that tournament. He's coming back and playing for Alabama and Alabama's one of the, one of the favorites to win the national championship. That changes now. Alabama's still going to have a really good team, but they're not going to have arguably the best amateur player in the country on their roster. So it's going to change their roster, but no one could have foreseen him winning that event. But when he won it, Justin, he's doing what he has to do. There, there's no reason to put that clock off anymore. You want to be a professional golfer. Uh, and, and you heard the support he's getting from JC Will and his teammates. It's, it's the right decision. Uh, you know, you got to go ahead and, and, and play as a professional. Now, plus, you know, as much as didn't Nick Dunlap would be committed to Alabama and his, and his teammates, let's be honest. And now that you've won on the PGA tour and you, I don't know that your focus would be the same. Does that make any sense, Justin, to play to play college golf at this point? You're playing college golf, but your mind is on, I should be out there on the PGA Tour. Let's just be honest. No, you're exactly right. I, I think uh, it, a lot of people want to – I mean, it's Alabama. We're going to compare it and draw conclusions from football. This isn't like the NFL draft where, oh, the guy should have came back. He needs just a little bit more. This is golf. If he's he's done it, mm-hmm. he, there, there's a whole tour of – grown men trying to do what he just did this past Sunday and he's already did it like you said he doesn't need to he he might not have that motivation to play college golf but he doesn't even need to play college golf because he's he's reached the pinnacle yeah so he's doing it uh did not say it outright but you got the uh you know he's got Jeff Curl who's his mentor and has you know caddied for him in the amateur events but you got the impression that he's going to keep Hunter Hamrick on the bag and I don't blame him I mean they worked Flawlessly, not only was 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 you know Nick Dunlap seeing those courses for the first time, so was Hunter Hamrick, and the kind of chemistry. I, I if I'm if I'm Nick Dunlap, I'm hiring Hunter Hamrick as my caddy. I can tell you that right now. Yeah, and he he made a, a point to um, thank and and kind of honor Hunter Hamrick with what he did. Said he couldn't have done it without him on Sunday. And the reason I think that can we're going to that conclusion is. Um, he was asked a question about courses he's going to end up playing here in the near future on the tour, and he pointed to having Hunter be a, a source of knowledge for him and using Hunter to, uh, I think Riviera is the course he referenced, um, being able to take that down, which makes you think that Hunter Hamrick will be on the bag for Nick Dunlap. All right, I was multitasking because we got a contingent coming in to be in the studio. Did I did I hear him right when he said that he would be making his pro Debut at the AT&T Pebble Beach. That'll be next week. Uh, it, 
Yeah, next it's February first yeah. through the not the farmers insurance this upcoming no, no, week, but the AT and T Pebble yes. Beach. The farmers he was going to play the farmers as an amateur this week. He was going to stay out in California, but when he won the American Express, that changed and he came back. So next week he'll be making his debut as a pro at one of the most famous iconic golf courses in the world. Pebble Beach for the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. So that's the latest. Still to come on the show, Alabama basketball, Jim Harbaugh leaving Michigan to go to the Los Angeles Chargers. But up next, in-studio guest to talk about a huge event coming to Tuscaloosa and Stillman College, the Gulf Coast Athletic Conference basketball tournaments coming up here uh, in just a few weeks right here in Tuscaloosa. We'll visit with the commissioner of the GAC, GCAC next right here on the Gary Harris Show. Don't wait for when your finances are in perfect order. It just happens. But no matter what surprises come your way, Alabama Credit Union will be here to help make it affordable with great personal loans, mortgages, and auto loans. They offer an easy application process and fast decisions so you can stay focused on feeling good about whatever life brings your way. Alabama Credit Union will be here to help make it affordable with great personal loans, mortgages, and auto loans. Alabama Credit Union, loans for real life. Visit alabamacu.com to learn more. Some rules and restrictions apply. See if you're eligible for membership, then join today and feel good about your money. As much as Innisfree has evolved, it will always be that place to escape and have a good time. Whether it's for a game day weekend, to reminisce on college days, or to create new memories, if you're looking for a good time, there's only one thing to do. Head to the free at 1925 University Boulevard. And don't forget about the Lucky Lunch Meat and Free Special. Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. until 2 p.m., get a meat and free vegetables for just $8.49. Or for a lighter appetite, try the Lucky Lunch Soup, Salad, or Sandwich Combo. I'll see you at the free. Roll Tide. The best sports talk, period. Your for Alabama Sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. go let's get uh, let's do a little live radio it's live all the time but we've got a studio full of people this morning welcome back into the gary harris show here on tie 100.9 fm and 1230 a.m wtbc your home for university of alabama sports gary harris justin jones there many of the controls and uh, we're excited this morning because we've got uh, we've got some great guests in the studio now we're only going to be talking with the commissioner dr kiki baker barnes of the gulf coast athletic conference but we've got other guests in here, Chelsea Barton from uh, Visit Tuscaloosa, Chris Megatson from Stillman College, and we've got um, a big event coming up. Uh, it is the Gulf Coast Athletic Conference Basketball Tournaments at Stillman College's Birthright Alumni Hall from February 28th through the 3rd of March. This is both the men and the women, the Gulf Coast Athletic Conference that Stillman has recently joined. And what an honor to have the conference tournaments in Tuscaloosa at Stillman College, the first year that Stillman's a member. Dr. Kiki Baker-Barnes is in studio. She's the commissioner of the conference. Good morning, Dr. Barnes. How are you? Good morning. Excited to be here today. Well, it's a pleasure to have you. And, And we were out. I sent Drew um, Pavan out to interview yesterday for the TV side, and we had a clip on last night, but we can go in depth this morning because we got about 15 minutes that we awesome. can talk. Um, first of all, for people that aren't familiar with the Gulf Coast Athletic Conference, obviously most people are familiar with Stillman College, but talk about how um, Stillman 
applied for, gained membership of the Gulf Coast Athletic Conference, yeah. and that led to these tournaments coming here to Tuscaloosa in just a couple of weeks. Yeah, so the Gulf Coast Athletic Conference, I would say for those who are who are listening in, has a very similar footprint to the SEC. We're okay. in Louisiana, Mississippi, Texas, Arkansas, Tennessee, uh, Alabama, uh, South Carolina also, um, and also we have one U.S. territory, University of Virgin Islands. There is a, We are mm-hmm. a conference of HBCUs, historically black colleges mm-hmm. and universities, and so Stillman is uh, the only HBCU here in uh, Tuscaloosa. So it was really important in terms of our footprint mm-hmm. that we we had an opportunity to, to court them and have them come and join the conference. And again, just Tuscaloosa in general is just, I feel like, centrally located mm-hmm. between all of our members. So when we think about economic impact and people coming into the city to support, uh, this is such a great location. It literally is like dead center of all of our members. So getting Stillman into the conference was really critical um, because you want to have a home team. That's right. And um, we're really excited that Stillman's going to be our host. They actually mm-hmm. start with us July 1, so they'll be officially a member. Mm-hmm. But um, we are very, very excited about having them join us um, and being a part of what we're building. Yeah, well, what a great tip-off to them joining the conference to yeah. have the tournament here. Uh, obviously, the, the HBCU um Connection, the historical significance of that, but with Stillman coming in the conference too, and and the NAIA, NAIA affiliation, yeah. uh, because yeah. I know when Stillman was Division II NCAA, there was some concern about going NAIA, but it's been one of the best things that's ever happened. Yeah. I think for Stillman College Athletics and the NAIA. Explain a little bit about it, but it is a thriving uh, division for college athletics. Absolutely. So the NAIA stands for National Association of Intercollegiate Athletics, and um, we have an association of about two hundred and forty-eight members, I believe. Leave all across the country. Um, when you think about the membership of the NAIA, most of our schools are small, private uh, institutions that use institutions that usually have some type of religious affiliation. So I think Stillman has Presbyterian um, affiliation mm-hmm. and church support, and most of our schools have some type of religious support. So we're really excited uh, because it's a great place for uh, students to have an opportunity to also compete for national championships. What makes uh, this conference championship so important is this is the gateway to going to nationals. Mm -hmm. So we have um, in terms of how our, our championships work and qualification we will have two teams from our conference, have an opportunity to go to the national tournament um, and win a national championship. We're hoping that our conference is going to produce a national champion in basketball at some point. We certainly have had um, schools be able to represent and be ranked top 25 in basketball over the years. Yes, uh, last year, Tougaloo was our um, conference champion, and they wound up being one of the top eight. They made it to the top eight. Mm-hmm. They lost to the to the winner of mm-hmm. the championship. Um, so we've had a history conference-wise of schools being able to go to the national tournament and compete. Um, so it's, it's really exciting. The NAI is a great mm-hmm. championship. Their tournament, the NAI tournament, uh, is held in Kansas City. The yes, men's ma'am. basketball mm-hmm. tournament has been there for years mm-hmm. and um, was one of the longest-running basketball tournaments even before the NCAA tournament. Um, so it's stored in Kansas City, and we're looking forward to being able to have our champion go there. Dr. Kiki Baker-Barnes, Commissioner of the Gulf Coast Athletic Conference, in studio with us. Uh, she's visiting Tuscaloosa from New Orleans where the conference office is to promote the upcoming GCAC 2024 Hope Credit Union Women's and Men's Basketball Championships at right here in Tuscaloosa at the historic Birthright Alumni Hall. Now, 
Dr. Barnes already alluded to this, but what a great conference in terms of the, the regional tie-ins. The member institutions are Dillard University in New Orleans, Fisk University in Nashville, Oakwood University in Huntsville, Philander Smith University in Little Rock, Arkansas, Russ College in Holly Springs, Mississippi, Southern University at New Orleans in New Orleans, Talladega College, of course, just up the road here in Talladega, Tougaloo College in Tougaloo, Mississippi, University of the Virgin Islands, St. Thomas Virgin Islands, and Wiley College in Marshall, Texas. Stillman is joining July twenty. Uh, so first, 2024, yeah. as is Verace uh, University out of Denmark, South Carolina, and Wilberforce University, all HBCUs. Now, uh, we got Chelsea Barton in here from Visit Tuscaloosa. I want to ask you, Dr. Barnes, about the economic impact for not just Stillman, but for Tuscaloosa and this area. This is going to be a huge event in that regard. Yeah, absolutely. And partnerships with Visit Tuscaloosa mm-hmm. and Stillman make this possible. We're looking at about $750,000. We'll, wow. we'll be bringing, I mean, hotels will be packed. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll get a chance to go and visit, um, you know, some key places and eat in nice restaurants. And I just have to say, yesterday... We had a wonderful lunch at the Urban Urban Kitchen. Urban Barn Urban Barn Kitchen. Let me tell you, I think that was the I have not had salmon that good ever. Wow. And I remember thinking, I said, I told my husband last night, I said, man, I said, I know Louisiana cooks well, but I'm starting to think Alabama. How about that? Hey. Alabama, I think your rival. New Orleans, let me say that, because in Louisiana, it's like there's New Orleans and then there's Louisiana. So I'm going to say New Orleans, but I, it, but let me tell you what, we had a great experience. And now all of our, our teams will have an opportunity to um, to experience the culture, the city, the food. Yes, ma'am. Uh, the food. Can I just say that again? The oh, I, yeah. There's oh, out, there are outstanding <laughs> restaurants in, in this town. And, yeah, we're excited about the, the – and that's another thing. All of these student athletes that are going to be yeah. introduced to Tuscaloosa, yeah. many of whom you never know they might come back here because of their experience in this tournament to work and live yes Uh, it's just so many different connections that this tournament and and listen too from the just from the sports standpoint the historical significance of the hbcus and all that but from a sports standpoint this is a sports town this is is roll tide you know you got stillman you got shelton state i mean athletics a high school athletics this People in this area love their sports, sports Dr. Absolutely. Barnes. Absolutely, absolutely, and that and that's what it's all about. And and let me say this, and I'm going to put this out to the community: we're looking for a home. We want somewhere where we okay. can connect, and we want to build in a community. So we are hoping uh, that 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 Tuscaloosa is that community. Um, we are really, really, really excited that Tuscaloosa, I, Chris, I think uh, you brought this up yesterday that um, there's a major conference championship in all of the major cities in Alabama. And now Tuscaloosa can tout that they have the GCAC Conference Basketball Championship. And that just rolls off the tongue, too. GCAC Conference Tournament Basketball Championships. I like the way that comes I off like the tongue. It. Hey, Dr. Barnes, what about, you mentioned trying to find maybe a permanent home, but uh, for this Tournament, which is now within a couple of weeks, like I said, February 28th. Well, say a couple of weeks, a month, but it's being yeah. before you know it. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people that go into running an event like this. If people want to get involved, if volunteers want to help, is there is there a way that they can do that? Yes, yes. So we are excited. Uh, Visit Tuscaloosa is gonna is, is doing a lot of work to help us with volunteers. You can go to our website www.gcaconf.com. It will take you to the tournament central page. Um, you can get more information there. How to buy tickets? Mm-hmm. Um, interested in volunteering? They can reach out to us there. Um, we can get them in contact with the correct you know with with the team there. Mm-hmm. But we're really excited. www.gcaconf.com. 
ACACONF.com. That's where you can get all the information that you need. Uh, stay tuned to t- Tournament Central. We're excited mm-hmm. to be here with Visit Tuscaloosa, with Stillman College, um, to, to have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. You already alluded to this. And, of course, last fall we covered the press conference to announce that this tournament was coming. But how unique is it that for a college like Stillman College, who is not yet a member, but will be becoming a member, but to already be hosting the tournament oh, yeah. prior to their membership, that that's that's a pretty big deal. Well, yeah, and I, I think it's just, a, a for me, like a coming out party. Yeah. So, you know, they just hired a new president, Dr. Yep. Yolanda Page. Um, I had the privilege to work with Dr. Page at the, when I was at Dillard University. Mm-hmm. So you just got a new leader um, who is coming in, looking mm-hmm. to develop those relationships and trying to figure out a way mm-hmm. um, for to show how they bring value right. to the community as well. Well, and so I think that new leadership, um, you know, having a big opportunity, having all of the members, 13 teams travel, no, 26, no, 20, I'm sorry, 20 teams travel to the city, I think shows just how the, the importance, I would say, of relationship buildings and how when you have good, solid relationships that you can really make a difference. And so I think this is, again, I think it's it, Great for Stillman College. We get a chance to get into that facility and people mm-hmm. can see what it feels like and how their hospitality works. And, um, it's just, it's going to be amazing. We're going to, we stream our games live. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a live broadcast, uh, with HBCU Plus. So we've got play by play commentary. I mean, it's just going to be a fantastic way to put the institution on display and for everyone to see the greatness that exists at Stillman College. All right. As you said, you've been here since yesterday. This is, these two days are very important too because this has been a you've met with high school athletic directors and coaches community leaders obviously media people you're doing a media circuit but uh getting up here for these couple of information days how vital um you know, the, the importance of these two days in preparing for this event coming up in about a month. Oh, it is critical. And I, and I will tell you just from a, a strategic standpoint, um, this year, you know, I've had the opportunity, you know, we're hosting our championships, um, all around, um, I would say within our footprint. And so we also host our cross country championship here, uh, at, well, in Alabama as well in Decatur. And we also had an opportunity to go there and meet with, with critical partners. And one of the things I said in an address to the Kiwanis, there, I said, it's about building community. We're not looking to go somewhere and have just an event, come one year right. and then leave. Right. We're looking to establish partnerships uh, with 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 cities, with communities that will allow us to build and where we're it's win-win. It's win-win. We're able to help increase economic development in the areas where we go, as well as have our teams have an opportunity to have experiences um, that are, are top-notch, um, as well as develop those relationships. So this is what it's about. It's about building community. And I hope that the Tuscaloosa community is ready to embrace and work with us as we do that. And and that takes time. So we would have to find a multi-year deal. I'm just putting that out now. You are definitely getting the message across that you don't want this to be a one-time deal here in Tuscaloosa. So we'll stress that, too. And, again, folks, it's the Hope Credit Union uh, Gulf Coast Athletic Conference basketball tournaments coming to Stillman College. Uh, 18 games, 20 teams, uh, February 28th through March 3rd. It's a historic birthright alumni hall. And let's be clear on this, and then I'm going to talk about tickets because, obviously, we want fan support, too. Yeah. Uh, Stillman is is a 
soon to be member. So Stillman will not be competing in the tournament right, this year, but will be hosting. Tournament. That's yes, right. They will be. But hosting. then going forward after this one, they're going to be a full fledged member and oh, yeah. tournaments forward. So but it's a great way to, to introduce uh, uh, the Gulf Coast Athletic Conference. Right, as far as tickets are concerned, you can go to GCA conference.com that's g-c-a-c-o-n-f.com that's the tournament website tickets can be purchased at gostillman.com you can get a daily package you can get a a package for the entire tournament wednesday through saturday and then the championship will be sunday march 3rd at 2 and 5 p.m and a hundred dollars gets you in all 18 games now that's what i would call a bundle that's a bundle but now, you don't have to go to all 18 games, <laughs> but if you get that bundle, you can go to all the games that you want to, and you may want to go to all 18. That's a, I think that's an excellent idea. Yeah. Uh, you, you certainly don't have to go to all the games. You don't have to purchase tickets, but if you just say, hey, I want to be available to go anytime I want, just pay that 100 bucks, and the doors are open to you. Yeah, and that, and that's what about we want to make it convenient and affordable. So we're, I, I feel like we're doing both. Uh, we want to see kids out. That's the other mm-hmm. thing. Uh, having an opportunity to see student athletes compete, I, I think is amazing. And of course, like I said, you have you have other institutions that are here so mm-hmm. it's it's not that that doesn't exist but the championship environment is an electric mm-hmm. environment it is going to be a lot of fun i mean it's one and done right so i yeah. mean everything's Winter. on the, for every game it's do or die um and i think that adds to um, the suspense the excitement of you know what do they say the the, the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat That's right. i mean you get that in every game so um We've got great basketball. We're really excited. And I will say, just I'm, I'm thinking about the teams as we were coming over. I was like, who, who's leading right now? Talladega actually is number one team right now on the men's basketball side. Um, and I was like, okay, Alabama won for the home team. You know, you just never know how that how that's going to play out. So um, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, so uh, Talladega is the favorite going in. But you know what? <laughs> so the, I always like to say, too, that's the great thing about sports, though. The best team doesn't always win. Not the always. The best always want to be boring. Yeah. You know, so it doesn't always happen. Again, tickets can be purchased at GhostDillman.com. GCAC tickets, uh, $25 a day, four games per day, Wednesday through Saturday. The championship Sunday, March 3rd, will be at 2 and 5 p.m. $100 gets you into all 18 games, again, February 28th through March the 3rd. Before we wrap it up, Dr. Barnes, um, you got Chris Megason, the assistant AD for Media Relations at Stillman, making the rounds with you. Uh, he does a great job here promoting Stillman College, and, and, and I'm sure he's been a big help to you the last couple of days. Yeah, we're grateful to have Chris to be a part of our team. Thank you so much, Chris. Uh, yes. Yeah, and Chelsea's in here. And, and, and introduce this young lady that's yes. with you again. You, we met downstairs, but I want you to, yes. we need to acknowledge her too. Absolutely. My, my, my director of teacher communications for the conference, Danny Wright. We're excited for her. I think you're completing the year now. She just made a full year with the conference. So very, very excited to have her join us. And collectively, we are working together to make this thing happen. Well, thank you so much for coming in. And um, as I said, we, we did a TV, a TV interview yesterday. Yes. that ran at 10 last night and we'll run some more tonight on the sports as well on WVUA 23. Alright, we got to get to our break and uh, thank our entire contingent here from Stillman and from the Gulf Coast Athletic Conference. We gave you all the information. Support this event. Uh, if you're a sports fan, obviously support it, but even if you're not a sports fan, it's uh, and, and, and real quickly, I'll let you speak to this too. It's a cultural event too and you, you kind of mentioned that, but you don't have to be a sports fan to have fun and enjoy what's no, coming up here. we're going to have a blast. And yeah. we also have, we didn't talk about this 
this, but I'm going to throw that yeah, in there. We have an admissions fair. Um, that's kind of one of our acute community engagement um, activities that we're doing this year. We're, we're wanting, uh, we're looking to have uh, the, the schools bring students out to learn more about institutions and participate in the uh, Tiger Fest Day that Stillman is putting on. So uh, we're really excited about that. So that's, you know, one of our first pillars, I say, of community engagement, I believe the children are our future. We have to connect with them. So this is a great way for us to do that. Well, thank you all so much for coming in, and I'm sure we'll be visiting prior to the tournament. Thanks. Thanks. All right, we'll be back with more of the Gary Harris Show right here on Tide 100.9 FM, 1230 AM, WTBC, your home for Alabama sports. Tuscaloosa's Old Colony Golf Course is an 18-hole championship layout designed by 1976 U.S. Open champion Jerry Pate. Director of Golf John Gray and fitting specialist Bob Montgomery are PGA certified Mike Shivitz is the head professional and director of the Tuscaloosa Junior Golf Program. Call today to secure a tee time at the Tuscaloosa Championship Golf Course. Everyone can play. 205-562-3201. Old Colony is operated by Para. If you haven't already, you've got to try Tuscaloosa's unique breakfast, brunch, and lunch concept. Brick and Spoon, downtown Tuscaloosa, Timerson Square. It's fresh food with a Cajun flair featuring a full bar with build-your-own Bloody Marys and mimosas. Open daily, 7 a.m. until 2 p.m. Available for after-hours events, rehearsal dinners, receptions, and birthdays. They offer brunch and lunch catering. Call Brick and Spoon at 205-345-5551 for more information. eBay Motors is... Los Tarascos has been serving Mexican favorites like burritos, fajitas, and quesadillas since 1999. Their new location is at 4100 Owen Parkway in Northport. And, of course, you can find Los Tarascos in Tuscaloosa at 110 Skyland Boulevard. The bar areas feature big screen television so you can enjoy your favorite sporting events. Los Tarascos features daily happy hour specials. And for the best Mexican cuisine in West Alabama, remember, the name is Los Tarascos with locations in Tuscaloosa and Northport. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The flash flood watch remains in effect today and tonight. Cloudy with occasional rain, maybe a few strong thunderstorms. The high today, 70. Tonight's low, 60. Tomorrow, cloudy, a chance of rain mainly during the morning hours. The high tomorrow at 68. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 65 degrees in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to The Gary Harris Show. For Alabama sports, Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. All right, 953. Um, really, really excited that we could promote uh, that huge event that's coming up here in Tuscaloosa, the Gulf Coast Athletic Conference basketball tournaments. Um, be here in about a month at the Birthright Auditorium and... Um, have the conference commissioner in studio with us and, and, uh, hopefully while they're here, uh, Justin, I, you know, Chelsea's with them, Chelsea Barton, she knows everybody. And, uh, you know, hopefully they'll make some, some, get some interviews with the other, you know, we had an entire cluster of stations here, as you know, and hopefully they'll get some more publicity that way. But, whoo, boy, I tell you what, Justin, we hit the, uh, we hit the ground running this morning. Uh, we jumped right in with the press conference with Nick Dunlap. Uh, then this live, uh, oh, they're all, live but uh the in in studio interview and so now the second hour we're going to kind of settle back into a rhythm a little bit and so it'll be an excellent time to get through with phone calls we really haven't had an opportunity for phone calls this morning but we will in hour number two because we'll settle back in and to kind of give you an idea of what we're going to be talking about in that second hour we'll have um jeff spiegel uh speaks to be with us 
at the 9.30, ABC 33.40, at 10.30, I should say. And we'll hear from Nate Oates, Alabama basketball coach. Um, might even hear from Bruce Pearl. Uh, but we got Oates clipped up. But we might run a little Bruce Pearl, too. But Justin's got Oates ready to run. And uh, we're going to talk about the Jim Harbaugh uh, situation with leaving Michigan for the Chargers. And um, I read up a little, quite a bit on that last night from the shifters and the and – the, uh, um, oh, help me out. Got you for com with NFL Network now. Rap, not Rap Rappaport, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he used to work with AL.com? Yeah, yeah, I knew him way back in the day. Yeah, yeah, he sure was. And that's how he got cooked up. The story there is he covered Alabama, and I think uh, Nick Saban used to have a little fun. Ian's a great guy. Uh, but, uh, you know, he'd always ask the tough questions, and he'd say, I think Saban had a lot of respect for him, though. I think Saban really helped him get the job. Uh, he went to Boston to cover the Patriots. Um and with Belichick, and then that led to uh, the NFL uh, network job as their insider. And now he's he's huge. But read up a lot of that. So I, I'll you know a lot of people are asking why would Harbaugh leave after winning a national championship after Michigan was trying to make him the highest paid coach in college football history. But the Chargers, man, listen, whew, I'm telling you that that um, they did not take no for an answer. I mean, they laid it out for him. Uh, and the Spanos family just flat out um, just made it an offer that he couldn't refuse. So we'll get into that. And as I said yesterday, we talked about the coaching staff. We'll get into the Ryan Williams commitment and what it means. But also the fact that, um, um, you know, we got that roster breakdown that we got off of TiderInsider.com from RTR, one of the posters there. And we're going to run down some of these uh um, players in Alabama's depth chart. Not a depth chart, but just kind of what the roster looks like right now. And so all that's coming up in the second hour. So we got a big second hour ahead. Before we close this one out, I do want to mention uh, the YMCA of Tuscaloosa. Listen, you got about a week left to join with no joining fee. Just go down to the Y, sign up, get your membership started, and start getting fit for the summer. Do it now. The YMCA of Tuscaloosa, 2313th Street. All right, this hour of the Gary Harris Show has been brought to you by Alabama Credit Union, member-owned and not-for-profit. It's just a better way of banking. Find out more at alabamacu.com. All right, big first hour in the books, second hour more of our normal-type format so we can take some phone calls. Uh, the the uh, Krispy Kreme Donuts Hotline will be open for business in the second hour, 205-342-9904. So keep it dialed in. The Gary Harris Show will continue on Tide 100.9 FM and 1230 AM. WTBC, your home for Alabama sports. Since 2011, Billy's Sports Grill, located on Main Avenue in historic downtown Northport, has been serving their legendary signature chicken sandwich, award-winning wings, and handcrafted cocktails. Billy's is also the spot to watch all your favorite sporting events with big-screen, high-definition televisions in both dining rooms, at the bar, and outside on the beautiful patio. Come by and say hello to Kim and Lisa, the Billy's management dream team. Billy's good food, good friends, and good time. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Kevin Wyatt. Some NBA news this morning. It apparently is official as The Athletic reporting that Doc Rivers is signing a contract through the 26-27 NBA season worth 
up to $40 million to become the Bucks' next head coach. Other news in the head coaching this morning. Wes Unheld Jr., no longer the head coach of the Washington Wizards, a team announcing they're moving him into a front office advisory role. ESPN is reporting that it'll be Brian Keefe taking over as the interim coach, and the team will make a full search for a full-time head coach this upcoming offseason. And some NFL news this morning as ESPN reporting that Former Dolphins defensive coordinator Vic Fangio is currently on his way to Philadelphia to officially sign a contract to become the Eagles' next defensive coordinator. Now, this hour is West Alabama real-time news update from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. There is a marginal one in five risk for severe weather today across West Alabama, but rain the main culprit. Three inches so far, another two to three inches possible, bringing a flash flood watch from now till Saturday afternoon. A flood warning in effect for area rivers in Green Hale, Marengo, and Sumter counties. The first use of a safe haven box in Alabama for mothers to place babies they cannot raise has taken place in Madison near Huntsville. A similar box is in the works at the Tuscaloosa Fire Rescue Station Number 1 on Greensboro Avenue downtown. Get 20 24-7 local news coverage and sports updates when you download the free Tuscaloosa Thread app and sign up for twice-daily email newsletters. The Gary Harris Show. You see him host Tider Insider TV, Crimson Tide Kickoff, play-by-play for Alabama sports, and sports director for WVUA 23. It's time for the Gary Harris Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Uh, welcome back in to the Gary Harris Show, hour number two, right here on Tide 100.9 FM, 1230 AM WTBC, your home for Alabama sports. I'm Gary Harris. Of course, I got my man, main, my main man, Justin Jones. I certainly could not do the show without him. And uh, we were busy, like I said, in that first hour. A uh, little bit different sh- type of show. We went live to Nick Dunlap press conference. Was I'm so glad we could do that. that that's that's history, what we heard this morning. Uh, an amateur golfer coming off a win on the PGA Tour, turning professional, uh, and um, starting his career at the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am coming up next week. So uh, looking forward to that. And then, of course, to have a Commissioner Barnes and Dr. Kiki Baker Barnes in for um, the Gulf Coast Athletic Conference to promote the basketball tournaments, which are coming up at Stillman College in about a month. But we're back to normal this this uh, this hour. We're back to normal. We're going to be taking phone calls. In fact, we'll get the call here in just a second. But I do need to let you know that this hour of the Gary Harris Show brought to you as always by Patterson Comer Law Firm, Patterson Comer Attorneys at Law, Paul Patterson and uh, Mike Comer. Feet on the ground in West Alabama. That is all you need to know. Uh, they'll be here for you. Not just an 800 number that you call. You talk to a lawyer. You never even meet them. Yeah, they might get a settlement for you, but how, how good is it really going to be? You know, they're probably going to take the first thing that's offered. Uh, um, you know, instead of uh, being patient, meeting with your lawyer in person. And if you do have to go to court, they'll be with you every step of the way. And you'll deal with Paul Patterson or Mike Comer, not a little uh, young attorney right out of law school that you never meet. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Everybody's got to start their career. But what I'm saying is experience counts. Feet on the ground in West Alabama counts. Find out more at PattersonComerLawFirm.com. Reach Paul in Tuscaloosa at 205-345-1000. Mike's in Northport at 205-759-3939. Toll free from anywhere, 866-507-9091. Personal injury attorneys that care. PattersonComerLawFirm.com.
No representation is made that the quality of legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers. And we are going to get this second hour started off by jumping out on the Krispy Kreme Donuts hotline and visiting with Tom. Hey, Tom, good morning. Gary, good show this morning. Thanks. Very interesting. Uh, the commissioner, her personality. Great. Coming through the right man. Fantastic individual. And uh, kudos to her. What a great salesman. I agree 100%. Got me fired up, man. <laughs> Looking forward. I know it. I'm ready to go. Yeah. And, <laughs> and a lot of, uh, lot of historical significance with the, uh, HBCUs and then also, uh, economic impact and athletics. It's going to be, going to be a great event. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I think so. I, I agree with you. And did you get uh, to listen? So you got to listen to Nick Dunlap. I think we all knew what was coming, but it was yeah, nice to yeah. kind of hear him lay it out. And you know, he's twenty years old. But the thing that strikes me is um, when you just—if you were just listening to him talk and didn't know he was twenty years old—you would think probably early thirties. I mean, he's got a maturity about him that's—I uh, think going to serve him well out there on that tour. Well, the composure, yeah, you know. Exactly. Uh, I was thinking if that was me and I had won the club championship at Allisville, I'd be bouncing off the wall, much less a PGA event. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Uh, and, and the composure, you know, and uh, being able to, you know, just kind of take uh, – I just gave up a million and a half dollars right in stride, not let him affect him in a negative way. I mean, just, just so many positives uh, – from the uh, personality and character, this young man is fantastic. Indeed, it really is. And, you know, I, I, this week we've been talking about it, and I know there were a lot of Alabama fans that – you know, wanted to think, well, maybe he could come back and play one more year. But, Tom, right, I think you right, and I, the yeah. people that follow golf the way we do, we knew. I mean, he he just won on the PGA Tour. I mean, there, it, it, at that point, um, as much as I'm sure he would have loved to have been with his teammates and try to lead Alabama to a national championship, there's still no guarantee that you're going to win the national championship, even with Nick Dunlap. So, you know, you got to go now, man. That's just the way That's it is. That's right. You you're got, exactly you got to go. right. Yeah. You got to uh, go. You know, I, I was, uh, he wasn't talking to me, uh, but Ken Venturi, that used to be an analyst on CBS Golf, uh, I was uh, at uh, Colonial Country Club in Fort Worth, and I was uh, walking with Tom Kite's mother and dad uh, on a, uh, uh, during the tournament, and uh, and and they were friends with uh, Ken Venturi. When he saw him, he came over there, and he was talking to him, and and they were talking about somebody, some young guy on the thing and uh, on the tour, and. Ken made this statement. I thought it would be interesting. I thought about it a long time uh, while I've been watching golf. He said, in golf, you had better strike while the iron's hot mm-hmm. because you do not know. He says, such a fickle freaking guy. Absolutely. <laughs> he said, you never know when something's going to fade. And he, and even back then, back then, uh when he was talking, he said, 
a fade of a couple of strokes and thousands of dollars. Oh, <laughs> listen, Tom, I'm glad you, because Ken Venturi was an was a awesome analyst oh, and had been a great Ken player. Did. But you know what? Yeah. You said something that's so true, and you do. You Listen, you never know when that window is going to close. I mean, oh, yeah. who would have yeah. predicted that Justin Thomas wouldn't win a tour event last year? Who would have predicted exactly that David right. Duvall, David Duvall went right from there. being one of the best players in the world to seemingly overnight losing his game and couldn't make a cut? There are no well, guarantees. There, there you go. I, I thought this when Justin was playing well and winning. I thought that he should have just kept on grinding. You know what I mean? Now, I don't know everything. and uh, But he would take off and go home and, and take off for a few weeks. And I, I didn't think that helped Justin. But that's me. I don't know everything, but that's just an opinion. But, uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, I, I think that the, the, the game is such a strange game to begin with that whew, you never know what's going to happen with it. You know that. I know that. I, I've seen it. Yeah, we've seen it, and and um, and that's the point that you're making. The Tiger Woods and the Jack Nicklauses, the Tom Watsons, um, they're they're few and far between. Guys that that were dominant in their 20s and played up and you know were dominant into their 40s, and you know, and Tom Watson. Let's be honest, he should have won the Open Championship when he was either 58 or 59. Uh, he hit a great seven iron in there on that last hole, and it, it hit the green and went over the green. He wound up making bogey, and Stewart sinking him in the playoff. But but those guys are rare. Most of these guys, you know, especially the young players that are really strong, whether it's the money, what you know, a lot of them fade. A lot of them fade by their by their mid thirties. So, uh, yeah, he's he's right now. He is at the top of his game. He's only going to get better. There's no reason to believe that at 20 years of age, he's already a PGA Tour winner. There's a I, I got every reason to believe Tom that he'll turn pro next week, and I think he'll win again this year. He he may win multiple times. I mean. This guy is, and you know how you and I both feel about Justin Thomas. I mean, Justin Thomas is 15 tour wins uh, at his age, two majors, a player's championship. But we're looking at Nick Dunlap, and I think the potential is to be <laughs> even better than that. He's different. He is wired different. And and, uh, and I say that because you look at his demeanor, his mentality, his attitude, his composure, and everything, even Sunday. Even Sunday, the composure uh, of being able to finish off that tournament in that fashion uh, tells me a lot about this guy right here. They don't come along very often, and uh, and uh, I, I'm not I'm reluctant to put anybody in the category with Tiger Woods. He's close, so he is very close. And um, but anyway. Uh, I, I thought uh, I, I thought he would go pro. I sure did. You just can't turn that off. No, you, 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 you can't. Especially with the, you know Casey was talking about it Monday, and and I, I want to go back to this, and it's got to be part of the decision making is the elevated tournaments, the strategy that they present to somebody like Nick. Now he's in. It's guaranteed money. You know, you just. It's not like it used to be. Elevated uh, tournaments have changed a lot. It has. It has. And two for Alabama. Yeah, Alabama golf loses its best player, and they go from a team that would be one of the favorites to win the national championship to a good team. I I don't know how good they'll be, but think about the publicity. Think about now the young golfers that are out there that have seen Nick Dunlap and are going to want to say, hey, especially with this golf course that they're building here for Alabama golf, think about how much – 
that is worth to this program in terms of publicity and going forward. Every time Tommy plays an event, you know when he's playing in that AT&T Pebble Beach, how many times do you think the University of Alabama is going to be mentioned when they're talking about Nick Dunlap? Over and over and over again, man. It, it's it's just a huge shot in the arm for what is already a great program. Uh, yeah, in the short term, this spring, it, it's going to the Alabama golf is not going to be as good. But in the big picture, it, it's going to be unbelievable for what it's going to do for the program. That was my favorite thing, Gary. Is he said there will always be a script A on my bag? That's just so. cool. How about that? Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 awesome, man. You know, it's, every time Jay, every time Jay Sewell, Coach Sewell, gets on the air, he speaks. It, it just you know, and this has got to be one of the best recruiting tools there is. Uh, it's the reason that people like Davis Love and the third and. All these uh, past pros and everything think the world of Jay Sewell, and and they want their child to come and be part of his program. Uh, it's because that when he gets on the air, whether it be TV, radio, whatever, you know that he's got the the the, the student that is under his tutelage, their best interest in his heart, and you cannot you cannot deny that. And it doesn't come any better than how he projects himself and his program to the outside world. That's just right. And, and and Jay Sewell just supported him. It, it, uh, let me give an example of what this is like because we don't see this often in golf. For some people that are saying, well, you know, he's getting NIL money. Why didn't he come back and play at Alabama? It's just like what Nick Saban would say. You know, if you're going to be, you know, if you're going to be a, a, a top five pick you know you go same thing with brandon miller last year you know everyone knew that brandon miller was going to be a high lottery pick he turned out to be the second overall pick in the nba draft as good as he was as much as he enjoyed watching him play you understood he was going to the nba because he couldn't his his stock couldn't get, go any higher other than i guess to be the number one overall pick same thing now with nick dunlap i mean there's just nothing left now for him at the college level uh he he's a pro he he just won a pga tour event you know even if he Played well in that event, finished in the top 10, top 15. He's back playing at Alabama this year, but he won it. That changed everything. You know, even if even if he makes bogey on that last hole and winds up losing in a playoff, maybe he comes back. <laughs> you know, maybe he wouldn't have, but he, but he might have. But when he won, that sealed the deal, Tom. And I think everybody's pumped up and excited about it. Thank you, Gary. All right, thank you, Tom. All right, it's 1014 here on the Gary Harris Show. This hour being brought to you by Patterson Comer Attorneys at Law. And we got Jess Beagle coming up at uh, 10 30 and in the next segment we can take more phone calls on the Krispy Kreme Donuts hotline 205-342-9904 and we're also going to finally get into some of this Nate Oates audio the Alabama basketball coach talking about that uh, really tough hard-fought win 79-75 over the in-state rival Auburn Tigers last night and it puts Alabama back in a tie for first place in the SEC. And it's just a huge win and Alabama's got another home game coming up Saturday against LSU. We'll be back after this. Already, you've got to try Tuscaloosa's unique breakfast, brunch, and lunch concept. Brick and Spoon, downtown Tuscaloosa, Timerson Square. It's fresh food with a Cajun flair featuring a full bar with build-your-own Bloody Marys and mimosas. Open daily, 7 a.m. until 2 p.m. Available for after-hours events, rehearsal dinners, receptions, and birthdays. They offer brunch and lunch catering. Call Brick and Spoon at 205-345-5551 for more information. Patterson Tuscaloosa's Old Colony Golf Course is an 18-hole championship layout designed by 1976 U.S. Open champion Jerry Pate. Director of Golf John Gray and fitting specialist Bob Montgomery are PGA certified. 
Mike Shivitz is the head professional and director of the Tuscaloosa Junior Golf Program. Call today to secure a tee time at the Tuscaloosa Championship Golf Course. Everyone can play. 205-562-3201. Old Colony is operated by Para. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The flash flood watch remains in effect today and tonight. Cloudy with occasional rain, maybe a few strong thunderstorms. The high today, 70. Tonight's low, 60. Tomorrow, cloudy and chance of rain, mainly during the morning hours. The high tomorrow at 68. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 65 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Where the season never ends. This is your home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. It's screaming on the Tide 100.9 app. All right, 1018, welcome back into the Gary Harris Show. And um, I want a quick, quick word or two on Ryan Williams because I've been talking about the guy. Um, you know, I said when I saw him a couple of years ago that he might be as exciting of uh, offensive players I've seen in a long time in high school football in Alabama. I rank him up there with you know some of the some of the best. And for Alabama to um, kind of get him to recommit is is a big 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 pickup for the Crimson Tide I, I, I'm going to try to explain it to you in this context even under Nick Saban there are so many good players that have come in here that you know five you get used to seeing five stars you get used to seeing guys and some of them don't pan out but even among five stars um you know there are there are special players and you know Caleb Downs is an example I think Alabama fans should be excited that he went to Ohio State and not and not Georgia um, even though you hate to lose him, the only way you'll play Ohio State is if you play him in the playoff. You know, Georgia's coming in here in September. Caleb Downs is one of those players that he tilts the field. I mean, and what I mean is you knew when you signed him that he was special. And not only do you have him playing for you, which makes your team better, you don't have to play against him. Uh, Julio Jones was that kind of guy. You know, David Palmer was that kind of guy. Um, certainly if you want to go way back, even though he wasn't as well known, uh, there wasn't as much, um, you know, the recruiting industry was in its infancy, and he was not as big a name as you might think coming out of high school. But I think people at Alabama and Auburn knew, both coaching staffs knew that when Auburn got Bo Jackson, that Bo Jackson was going to tilt the field. And he was going to, he, he in essence, helped kind of flip that rivalry. You know, Alabama had dominated, um, winning nine straight from 73 through 81. And in the 1982, Bo's freshman year, he has a big game and goes over the top, and Auburn beats Alabama 23-22. Uh, if Alabama, if Bo Jackson's playing for Alabama that game, Alabama wins that game. You probably should have won it anyway, but, but Alabama wins that game. Coach Bryant wins his last game against Auburn. Um, that's how, you know, good he was. Um, same thing with Julio Jones. I mean, Julio Jones coming to Alabama, uh, you know, 2008, they go 12 and 0 in the regular season. <laughs> you know, 2009, they win the national championship. You know, David Palmer, when he came to Alabama for Gene Stallings, I'm telling you, David Palmer won some games by himself, basically. <laughs> you know, go back and check out what I'm talking about. You know, Iron Bowl 91. Um, he had the only touchdown in the game, and it was just an unbelievable nine-yard run that really he just did by himself. Um, the 93 Ole Miss game, 
had to come in and play quarterback. I mean, he just, he, you know, I think Ryan Williams is that kind of player. I think Ryan Williams, uh, for Alabama, the minute he gets on the field, he makes you better and he could kind of flip the field and you don't have to play against him either, which is at least you don't right now. The portal always, just like with Caleb Downs, so the, you know, bad thing about the portal is the guy that's playing for you one year could be playing against you the next, but you'll hope that he'll play well and he'll do his three years here and then go on to the NFL. So that's why it's such a big pickup. He's not just a good player. He's not just a five star on paper. Uh, Ryan Williams, in my opinion, and listen, I think Jalen Mbakwe is right there too. And Mbakwe is a, you know, he's going to be a cornerback probably on defense, but he also can help you in the kicking game. You can install him in offense. Alabama signed, in my opinion, the two most dynamic playmakers in the state, uh, this year in the same class. And I know that, um, Perry Thompson, uh, from, from Foley is a big wide receiver that's going to Auburn. And then the kid from, uh, Central Phoenix City, what's his name, Justin? That's going to Auburn as well. Really, really, really good player, but they're bigger. They're different types of, of guys. Um, I got to look that up. I, that drives me crazy when I he had been committed to A and M, then he wound up um, signing with um, Auburn. I'll pull it up here. Cam, Cam Coleman. Coleman, yeah, Cam Coleman's a dynamic player. Uh, but as far as just pure playmaking ability, I think that. Ryan Williams and Mbakwe are, are guys that you're going to love watching. All right, 1022. Phone lines are open on the Krispy Kreme Donuts hotline, 205-342-9904. All right, let's get to Nate Oates. Alabama wins a, a game that not only is a rivalry game, but it's a big win for Alabama trying to win another SEC championship. And they got it done, fell behind 14-6, to then wound up leading 44-30 at half. Then Auburn came back in the second half and took the lead. But Alabama made the plays down the stretch that – the tide had to make and gets the win 78-9-75. Let's hear the opening comments last night following the game from Alabama head coach Nate Oates. Shoot. That's a good team. They're, they're really good. We didn't come out ready to play. They punched us in the mouth out of the gate. Uh, we got to figure our starts out. We, we have not had good starts here for a long time. Uh, we, Ryland was really good off the bench. Uh, we needed him. You know, it's kind of like we needed a big burst. He came in and gave us a big punch. I mean, kind of exactly what we wanted. I thought Charlie was pretty good as a starter. You know, we're trying to get some guys to take care of the ball, have a couple more ball handlers out there as a starter. So, I, you know, we still had too many turnovers uh, tonight. But I thought we showed some toughness that we had uh, lacked up in Tennessee. You know, showed some fight, got down right out of the gate, showed some... Uh, grit, fought through a little bit of adversity and then we didn't have a good start to the second half again <coughs> and you know got some guys in off the bench and turned it around again in the second half and started pulling out and they, they, they didn't go away I mean that's a tough team that's going to compete and uh, shoot, they're, they're still in first place in our league so big win we needed but we, we gotta we gotta get better at a lot of things here all right, I like what he said there. I, I really like to hear Coach Oates talk. You know, now sometimes I've noticed uh, we talk about how blunt he is and direct, and, and with that with that gravelly voice, at times when I'm cutting up sound bites at, at at the TV station to run a clip of, I have a hard time understanding him sometimes because sometimes I, you know, <laughs> but but I like what he said, man. You know, great win, but let's don't get carried away. Um, there's still a lot we need to do to get better, and he's right about that. He's not, you know, we saw it. This team has had. 
the the ability to to win some games, but we've seen them. You know, we saw them Saturday get blown out in Knoxville. All right, a lot of talk about the lights and. Uh, you know, the LED lights were on and then they couldn't get the overhead lights on and, and it caused a little bit of, it caused a little bit of a delay. It caused a delay, but here's a coach Oates on talking about the lights and, and dealing with that and, um, you know, getting the game going. They just said, and we got all the new lights in there. I guess they could take, oh, it's never happened. They didn't flip over from the red to the, to the regular lights and we were trying to figure out if we could play in the dark and, you know, that we had to make sure that both ends had the same lighting or it wouldn't have been, you know, fair. So ah, we were trying to figure all that out and keep the guys warm. That was odd. I've never been involved with something like that. And then the competing part, I mean, you see a guy like Wrights will have nine rebounds. You know, a guy like Rylan Griffin came up big. I mean, he, shoot, he ends up being a plus 19 and the plus minus. Man, I, I, I you know, seven rebounds for him. Grant had his first double-double. Thought Jaron Stevenson really grew up these last two games. I thought he was one bright spot in Tennessee too, to be honest with you. But you know, he he, he guarded in there pretty well. Uh, I thought I thought he was big. It's not like he scored a bun- bunch of points or anything. But he, he you know he's plus twelve when he's in the game. He played twenty two minutes, and so that, we had some guys really step up, compete. Some other guys that didn't play well. I thought you know we've been talking a lot about Mudita after Coach Murphy talked to the team and thought they were genuinely happy for the guys that were playing well in and we're gonna need some of those guys to play better on Saturday and continuing in order to win the win the SEC like we're trying to do. All right, uh, Coach Nate Oates, we're listening to some of his post-game comments from the big win last night over Auburn. Uh, let's get to the clip, uh, Justin, because this is a, a big one about, you know, bouncing back after the Tennessee game. Listen, it wouldn't have mattered if he lost the, the game by one point or they lost by 20, which they did. It's a loss. Still, um, when you get handed, get it handed to you like Alabama did in Knoxville, um, I mean, they got blown out. Then I think that your competitive juices as, as a player are, are, I think it's probably easy to coach those guys after that. And to come back and, and bounce back the way they did, it, you know, that, that speaks a lot to what type of team this this team has a chance to be. Here's uh, Nate Oates talking about that. Yeah, I think it shows we do have some fight. We do have some guys that have some competitive juices to them. You know, look at a guy like Ryland and Sears. and You know, I think we got some guys that, that don't want to lay down and just take owls. So, you know, I told them our, our responses to some losses last year were 60 and 50 point wins. We weren't going to get a 60 or 50 point win over number six team in the country, but we we're going to need an effort like we got after some losses last year to get a win period this year and shoot. I mean, it was basically a one possession game down the wire. So it, it took a monumental effort and we were a lot tougher than we were against Tennessee. And look, you know, I should have said at the beginning, I said it on post game radio, but this, the crowd was unbelievable. I, we needed the crowd tonight. They showed up in a big way. I, you know, the noise levels got big. I think our guys play off, you know, the crowd. We need the crowd to show up on Saturday. We need every home game in the SEC to look like that. If we're going to try to win this thing, and, and we're tied for first place right now, so we're, we're going after it again. 
Indeed they are going after it again. All right, 1028, and uh, we are going to take a timeout and come back with Jeff Spiegel, Spiegs, uh, ABC 3340 Sports Anchor, host of the zone. A lot to cover uh, in this uh, past week, man. So can't wait to, to kick it all around with Jeff Spiegel next right here on Tide 100.9 FM, 1230 AM WTBC, the Tide 109 app, Tide109.com. The Gary Harris Show will continue. Used to bring University of Alabama sports, as well as the national and local scene as well. The Gary Harris Show, only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Alright, 1032. Welcome back into the Gary Harris Show on Todd 100.9 FM, 1230 AM WTBC, your home for Alabama Sports, and it's Jeff Spiegel time. Every time you hear the Eagles, you know I'm going to visit with my pal, longtime sports anchor, ABC 3340 in Birmingham, host of The Zone. And, uh, man, we got a little bit to kick around this morning, Jeff. You know, some, some Thursdays you come on and you're like, hey, you know, what are we going to talk about for topics? Uh, my question this yeah. morning is, where do we start? I, I just ask you, where do you want to start? You want to start with Alabama Auburn basketball? You want to start with Dunlap? You want to start with Ryan Williams? You want to start with, uh, Alabama coaching staff where you want to go this morning to get it let off i want to start with nick dunlap go for I mean, it I'm, I'm so excited for that guy i mean so excited gary i know you're a big golf fan i am and and i'm telling you that sunday that <laughs> tournament sunday i can't remember the last time i've been so excited about watching a sporting event on tv i mean it was just it was so great and i just think this guy is um I'm not the first person to say this, obviously, but I think this guy is a can't miss. I mean, on the PGA Tour, in terms of winning multiple majors, I mean, this guy's got every shot in the book. He's got the swagger. He's got the physical presence. You know, out there, I'm telling you, this is a guy who's 20 years old, and on the 17th tee, he intimidated the crap out of a PGA Tour veteran, you know, knocking it on the green. And then Burns gets up there and, yeah. and, and chunks it in the water. And uh, and uh, and I've talked to, a, you know, several people who have, who have worked with him and know this guy who, who say the same thing. He's just, uh, he, he's got it. He's got that it factor. And I just can't wait to see him, you know, compete out there and, and win a bunch of tournaments. And like I said, win multiple majors. Yeah, he's special. And, you know, we've been talking about it all week. I know you have. And then we ran his press conference this morning and announced that he was turning pro. And I had just, I had, uh, JC on earlier this week too. And, you know, you, like you said, everybody was pulling for, for Nick. I mean, it was history and his teammates were pay, playing for him. Uh, pulling for him, uh, Seawall's pulling for him, but the reality of it is, uh, <laughs> you know, who knows? Maybe if he misses that putt on 18 and winds up losing in a playoff, he's back at Alabama, you know? Uh, even though a second yeah. place finish would still been remarkable, you don't become a PGA Tour member by finishing second. I mean, that putt, while it was great, uh, Alabama golf is not as strong on the course this year. You don't lose the best player in the country and get better. At the same time, Jeff, what this has meant for this program, all the publicity that they got during yeah. the, the tournament and this week. And now when he's at AT&T uh, 
Pebble Beach Pro-Am next week, making his pro debut. Alabama golf is in the mainstream now. So, yeah, you lose you lose Nick Dunlap for this season, but what a shot in the arm for the program. They're building that beautiful new course. Uh, so I think it's a pretty good trade-off, don't you? Oh, absolutely. You know, we were talking on the zone about, you know, great moments in Alabama golf history, and I'm talking about in terms of, you know, former Crimson Tiders on the PGA Tour. And, you know, Jerry Pate, 1976, winning the U.S. Open with that, you know, incredible great shot. Yeah. And then uh, JT winning a couple of PGAs. And, uh, I mean, you know, it's it's right up there. You know, where where you would rank them, you know, it depends on, you know, one's personal preference as to, you know, what is bigger. Obviously, winning a U.S. Open, I mean, I think is is number one at the age of 22, talking about Jerry Payne. Right. But, I mean, uh, it, it's just it's just amazing. And I've, I've never met this young man. I've seen him up close and personal. Uh, the SEC Championships were at the Country Club of Birmingham. And uh, it was on, you know, it was on my off day. And, and I said, you know what? I'm going to run out there and follow this guy around, shoot some video. I shot some videos, sent it back into the station, and but but I saw this guy up close, and uh, he's just he's an incredible physical specimen, Gary. I mean, he is just he's a big gym guy, you know. I've heard, and and uh, he's just he's just in great shape, mm-hmm. and he's got a great mental approach to the game, and uh, like I said, I just can't wait to see him play. Yeah, it's 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 going to be awesome, and you know you're talking about Jerry Pate, and and obviously Justin Thomas is is now the most accomplished former Alabama golfer in, in PGA Tour history. But for a long time, it was Pate, and you mentioned that that uh, five iron hit from the rough on the 18th hole at the Atlanta Athletic Club in '76 to win the U.S. Open, hit it to three feet. He was 22 years old, and by the time he was 28. In 1982, he had won eight times on tour. He had won a U.S. Open. He won a Players Championship. I think he lost the PGA Championship in a playoff. I know he had a top five finish at the Masters, but basically, when he tore up his shoulder at 28, his it, you know it wasn't over, over, but his his playing at that level was over. You know, so you think about what he might have accomplished. He was on a pace to to do some amazing things in the game of golf, and Justin Thomas is doing it, but you're right. With Dunlap, you look at a guy now who's a 20-year-old PGA Tour winner, and it is, it's it's foreseeable for him that by the time he's 30, Jeff, um, I don't know anybody's going to win like Tiger and Jack, but I, I could see this guy having 25 Tour wins and, and three or four or five majors by the time he's 30 years old. Can you? <laughs> yeah, I sure can. And, you know, I, I don't I, – and I I appreciate his press conference today and about how emotional he was because, you know, I know he felt like, you know, I, man, I'm, I'm I'm leaving the coach and, and, uh, and the teammates kind of but, – but, look, his teammates are so happy for this guy because, you know, the PGA Tour is where they all want to be. You know, they want to be there. That's right. You know, so, so they're happy for a guy who, who has this talent, who can – who can take it out there, who can represent, you know, Alabama, you know, extremely well. And, uh, he, he's just, uh, he's, he's such a high character dude and, and, uh, you know, just so excited for him. Really, really happy when, I when I, 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 I knew he, I knew he was going to turn pro. I mean, I just knew he was, I, mean, I, I don't think it was a no brainer, you know, like, um, uh, Jim Gallagher Jr. said on the golf channel the other day, I know there was a lot of thought that went into it, but, but, uh, just, you know, really excited for him and looking forward to, to what happens. Yeah, and just think, uh, a week from now, 
He's going to be teeing it up at the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am at historic Pebble Beach as a professional. And we'll get to watch him play in his first pro tournament. <laughs> and uh, that, that's going to be awesome, too. Hey, let's get to uh, let's get to hoops. Um, you know, listen, Alabama's a good team. There's no doubt about it. But they got it handed to them Saturday in Knoxville. And, uh, you know, that was when sometimes they say the score didn't, isn't indicative of the game. That score was indicative of the game. Alabama lost by 20 and they should have lost by 20. But you knew they were going to come back and play hard against Auburn at home. But still, you know, they, they, the margin for error sometimes, it's just, it's so big that Alabama won that game last night because it gets them back to tie for first in the SEC. They've got a return trip in a couple of weeks down to Auburn. It's going to be very tough to win at Neville Arena. So sometimes a shot or two, a missed free throw, you know, you play hard last night and you play with energy and you lose that game, you know, you're reeling a little bit. You know, that's two losses in a row. You've got to go to Auburn in a couple of weeks. You've already lost him at home. That was a huge win for Alabama last night, Jeff. Yeah, it gives them a big quad one win. You know, that they, they've, you know, been having trouble winning those. And, you know, they came out in the first half. And, and what's, what's the Alabama recipe for victory? You know, they need to knock down the threes. You know, they had eight threes in the first half. Ryland Griffin was terrific. But I'll tell you the guy that I was impressed with and, and, uh, I've been kind of disappointed with him here in the, in the early going is Grant Nelson. But, um, Boy, late in the game, he just kind of, he took over the game. He needed to, He yeah. took over the game and he, and he, you know, and to me, he finally lived up to the hype. You know, he, he, uh, boy, he got some big rebounds. He played tough. He played physical. You know, he made a, uh, you know, made a, made a bad decision, you know, fouling the three, you know, the three point shooter there. Uh, yeah. And, you know, there's some, there were some issues. There were some replays as to, you know, whether that was indeed a foul. And I, yeah, I think it was. He hit his hand, but, they caught a break when Baker Mazzara missed that free throw. And, but, um, you know, they, they made the plays down the stretch. You know, they had to, to win. And, and it is a big win for them going forward. It gives them a lot of confidence. And, you know, the Tennessee loss, I looked at that and I, and I go, this is a Tennessee team that could win a national championship. I mean, they're an elite defensive team. Uh, they've, they've just got, they've got that special player, you know, that you have to have, you know, to carry a long way in March. So, I looked at that, and I, you know, I wasn't really disappointed in Alabama that they lost that game by, you know, a bunch of points. I kind of expected that they would in Knoxville. But for them to rebound like they did and win that game last night uh, in the fashion that they did and being tested in the second half like they were, uh, I thought it was pretty impressive. Indeed. And, uh, you know, now you get to back it up with a home game against LSU on, on Saturday. And, and listen, Jeff, I don't think, I, I still think Alabama's a good team. I mean, they lost so much from last year. Uh, I still kind of put Auburn, Kentucky and Tennessee, uh, uh, a notch above it. I'm saying that about a Kentucky team that got blown out of South Carolina, but I think Alabama though is, is, is right there. And the bottom line is, um, you know, they're tied for first in the league. Do you see this? I guess what I'm asking is, I'll just ask it. Do you see this as an Alabama team that can compete for this SEC regular season championship? Or do you think that, you know, they are going to fade at some point? How do you see them big picture as far as being in the hunt to win this, this conference championship? Well, NATO challenged them earlier in the week and he asked the question in the press conference, you know, is this just a talented team that's non-competitive? You know, that, that mm-hmm. when, when things get tough in a big game, they fold. And they proved, you know, that they weren't. You know, they got out to that big lead. You know, they blew the big lead. Uh, but they managed to hold on at the end. And, you know, a, a lot of guys were making plays. Wrightsell was making plays. Griffin making plays. Steers making plays. Sears is just, you know, he, 
he's the straw that stirs the drink, man. I mean, uh, you know, he he um, made some incredible passes there to set up to set up Griffin, and he was uh, he was fantastic. So, I mean, I think they've got all the ingredients to win the regular season title. Certainly, they have to go back to Auburn, you know, and that's not going to be an easy game to win. Uh, there are some tough games down the stretch they're going to have to play. But, but I think when this team, you know, is making their threes and they're playing defense and they're getting after guys on the defensive end and they just harassed, you know, Holloway, you know, and Donaldson, uh, Broom hurt them, uh, which, you know, I kind of anticipated that, you know, mm-hmm. he probably would. A really good player. But I think this is a team that can do some special things still. But, you know, they're still very much a work in progress. All right, Jeff, let's get to all the other big news yesterday. I mean, there's been so much of it this week, but, um, You've seen him play. I've seen him play, and I've already gone on a you know uh, laid it all out. How good I think Ryan Williams is. He's a, he's a guy I think that flips the field. If you get him, uh, he can impact your team immediately. And if you lose him, you have to play against him. So it's kind of a double whammy, like a Julio Jones, like a David Palmer, like a Bo Jackson, that kind of guy. Uh, but for him to recommit yesterday to Alabama football and and, and new head coach Kalen DeBoer, how big is that for the Crimson Tide? He is the Julio Jones of this class. I mean that that was the that was really the turning point. I think for Nick Saban, you know, when he got Julio Jones and, and same thing, same thing with Ryan Williams for Kalen DeBoer. I mean, this, this is a guy who could do, you know, he's going to do some special things at Alabama. He's going to be a guy who's going to do some special things at the next level. And, uh, and this is a guy that, you know, he needed to get. Um, I don't think it was a must get. I'm not going to go that far, but I think it was one of those where, you know, he gets it, he gets him. And the fan base takes a, takes a deep breath and says to themselves, everything's going to be okay. You know, uh, this, we, this guy can recruit. Obviously we know this guy can coach 25 and three the past two seasons. I guess, I guess the question was, you know, could he get the big fish and he got the big fish. So now, you know, I, I think it, it puts the fan base in a, in a much better situation mentally. Because, Gary, you know, they were about to lose it. You know, some of them had already <laughs> lost it. So, but, uh, but everything's, everything's back to okay now. Yeah, it's, it's really, really a big hit and shot in the arm. Although, you and I both know this roster is, is still a good looking roster and it's, you know, rival fan bases and a lot of media. People and talk show hosts have kind of been acting like Alabama lost the entire team. They were, like you said, we we're going to be a good team regardless, but getting Ryan Williams really helps, uh, um, Alabama. Listen, the staff, no official announcements have come yet, but the way I count it, I think there's only one full-time spot left on the staff. Um, when you look at what Kalen DeBoer has done with the staff, bringing in Ryan Grubb as the offensive coordinator, uh, the success they had together at Washington, keeping a couple guys, Robert Gillespie and Freddie Roach from Saban staff, hiring Kane Womack, who'd really did a good job as a head coach of South Alabama to be the defensive coordinator, bringing in Colin Hitchler, who did really well at Wisconsin. I mean, um, Maurice Linguist, who's a, you know, another head coach at Buffalo. What do you think of the staff that, uh, that DeBoer has put together? I love the staff. And, and Kalen said this at the opening press conference. He said, look, that's one of my strengths is organization, you know, and, and he, he's a guy who, who knows how to hire guys. He's got a comfort level with Grubb. He's got a comfort level level with uh, with all those other offensive assistants who just did incredible things. You know, especially you know with a passing attack at Washington. Uh, the defensive hires, I, I think, were pretty solid. I mean, again, 
it's all about who you're comfortable with, who you trust. And he trusts Womack. You know, he, he worked with him in Indiana. And, uh, and, and Mo, you look at the track record. He's done some pretty, pretty awesome things on the college level. And in his one year with the Dallas Cowboys, where I think they had Tim Picks and he was coaching the corners. Uh, so I, I love the staff, man. I think everything is in place, you know, for them to come in and, and just pick up right where Saban left off. And, and I think, you know, I, I don't think it's unreasonable to expect them to, you know, contend for a playoff spot and win a playoff spot. I think there's enough talent on this roster for them to do that. Jim Harbaugh uh, wins the national championship at Michigan and um, is leaving to take over the Los Angeles Chargers. I mean, you look at, at Harbaugh, and I mean, the guy's won everywhere he's been. And even though it got off to a rocky start in Michigan, he leaves them with 15-0 and and, and a national championship. They offered to make him the highest-paid coach in college football history, but I think the Chargers and, and the Spanos family give him something that he ha- he doesn't have, and that is, you know, still the opportunity to win a Super Bowl. Uh, he's got a quarterback in Herbert. They've got a talented roster there. He's had a lot of experience in California, coaching at the University of San Diego, coaching at Stanford, coaching with with uh, the Forty Niners. Uh, what do you think of his decision to to leave the Wolverines and head back to the NFL? Well, it was time. He went out on top. Uh, we were talking about this yesterday. I think this is the first time that, you know, both coaches who had coached in a national championship game, you know, left after the national championship game and went to other jobs. And, um, I, you know, Harbaugh has proven it, you know, that he can win, you know, at the next level. Uh, I, I, I think he's a great coach. I think he's a great X's and O's guy. I think the coaches, the players relate well to him. Not only at the college level, but at the pro level, you know, where, where it's different. You know, guys have found that out, you know, in the past. But, um, shoot, he did all he could do at Michigan, you know, taking on this next challenge. And, uh, you know, the players would say that, uh, it always ate at him, you know, that his brother had a Super Bowl ring and he didn't, you know, and so he's, he's pretty, pretty pumped about going back in and, and having the tools and having the opportunity to, uh, to win one. And, you know, uh, good luck to that guy. Awesome stuff, Jeff. Always enjoy the visit. And I know uh, in addition to the nightly sports cast on ABC 3340, of course, uh, you look forward to the, the zone every Sunday night. Yeah, Sunday 1030 on ABC 3340. Gary, appreciate the plug. And- have a good day and stay dry out there. Thanks, Jeff. Jeff Spiegel. All right, it is uh, 1049. We got one segment left. It's a fairly short segment. We should have about five minutes. If you want to give us a call on the Krispy Kreme Donuts hotline, we can work you in 205-342-9904. And uh, I am still trying to kind of get to the little bit of this roster breakdown. I don't know if I'm going to have time in the next segment, but I may have a few minutes to talk about it, and I'll do that if I get the opportunity. Keep it dialed in right here at Ty 100.9 FM and 1230 AM WTBC. For when your finances are in perfect order, it just happens. But no matter what surprises come your way, Alabama Credit Union will be here to help make it affordable with great personal loans, mortgages, and auto loans. They offer an easy application process and fast decisions so you can stay focused on feeling good about whatever life brings your way. Alabama Credit Union will be here to help make it affordable with great personal loans, mortgages, and auto loans. Alabama Credit Union, loans for real life. Visit alabamacu.com to learn more. Some rules and restrictions apply. See if you're eligible for membership, then join today and feel good about your money. 
As much as Innisfree has evolved, it will always be that place to escape and have a good time. Whether it's for a game day weekend, to reminisce on college days, or to create new memories, if you're looking for a good time, there's only one thing to do. Head to the free at 1925 University Boulevard. And don't forget about the Lucky Lunch Meet and 3 special Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. until 2 p.m. Get a meat and three vegetables for just $8.49. Or for a lighter appetite, try the Lucky Lunch Soup, Salad, or Sandwich Combo. I'll see you at the free. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The flash flood watch remains in effect today and tonight. Cloudy with occasional rain, maybe a few strong thunderstorms. The high today, 70. Tonight's low, 60. Tomorrow, cloudy and chance of rain, mainly during the morning hours. The high tomorrow at 68. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 65 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide football. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. All right, 1053, welcome back in. And uh, we're winding it down, but uh, had a good show today. Like I said, different kind of show, interesting show. I've really enjoyed it. So, so happy that we could bring you the uh, Nick Dunlap press conference, as I said earlier. Um, you know, what an amazing story, and we continue to talk about it and discuss it because very few um, people in the world have done what Nick Dunlap did, and that's, you know, win a PGA Tour event as an amateur. It's just, it's so rare, and it puts him in a category, again, in the world with, you know, when you're talking about hundreds of millions of people, to be a person that has accomplished something that only a handful of people have ever done. I mean, that's hard to do. It's hard to do in sports. You know, it's hard to do something that only a handful of people have ever done. I mean, you're talking about um, some of the greatest athletes in the history of the world in different sports. You know, it's like Embiid scoring 70 points the other night. You know, that that you know that hasn't been done that often. Um, you know, the, the greats do things that even professionals at the highest level – can't do. That's what separates being a good professional athlete from the elite. You know, Michael Jordan separated himself from all the others. You know, we've we've seen it with Tom Brady. You know, we've seen it with Tiger Woods. And now Nick Dunlap at 20 years of age has done something that separates himself from most other people that have ever played the game of golf. It's it's just a phenomenal, phenomenal accomplishment. We're going to continue to talk about it, and can't wait to track him next week. Now, I know next Thursday, Justin and I will be tracking uh, his first round at the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Now, they're going to be two hours behind us, so by the time I'm on the air, you know, he may not have even teed off, but we'll look forward to that. Also, uh want to thank, uh, again, our, our contingency for the Gulf Coast Athletic Conference for checking in with us and um, getting ready for that big GCAC basketball men's and women's basketball tournaments coming up at Stillman College at the end of February and early March. All right, a reminder, you can catch me on TV tonight with your local sports on WVUA 23. And um, we've got a great sports talk lineup all day long here. Um, stay with us for great sports talk all through the day at Tide 100.9 FM and 1230 AM WTBC. This hour of the Gary Harris Show has been brought to you by Patterson Comer, Attorneys at Law. All right. Have a great day, everybody. It's still a little bit wet out there, so watch the weather and uh, just enjoy your Thursday. And, of course, tomorrow we're headed into the weekend as Friday will be here. For Justin Jones, I'm Gary Harris. This has been the Gary Harris Show on Tide 100.9 FM and 1230 AM WTBC. 